You're listening to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Now, here's Justin Fielder, Derek Stafford, and Tyler Schaefer. Hello, and welcome to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Justin here, along with the cousins Derek and Tyler. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at HuskerCuzCast, for all podcast updates and more. Guys, last week we started out our... the. Our seventh season of the Doing the Podcast with an episode the next day. Breaking news happens in the Big Ten. Would that be our luck? And the day after our podcast, it was announced that UCLA and USC will be joining the Big Ten. Uh, Guys, what do you think of this news? Derek? Well, I thought it was funny because the first I heard of it was you sending a text message from Twitter saying, this can't be real. And then about five minutes later, I get a message from ESPN <laughs> talking about UC- USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten. I'm like, apparently it is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's crazy. Ty- it, it, it seemed unreal. Like, who would have thought that that's the two schools the Big Ten would have went after? No, no kidding. It was definitely shocking. I mean, you know, when you heard of the Texas and Oklahoma uh, move to the SEC, that made sense. This one doesn't really make sense tyler what were your thoughts when you heard the news i mean this is exactly like the texas oklahoma i mean when i think of the big 12 it was texas oklahoma when i think of the pac-12 i think of usc uh i mean it's it's such a change for these teams to leave like where they've been um you know we'll get into maybe a little bit more of the what what it means to the Big Ten and college football in general, but it just kind of makes me sad. Like, I, I, I think all of these moves in college football, like, I get its evolution, but, man, there's a part of me that wishes Nebraska was still in the Big Eight. Like, I wish the Southwest Conference was still a thing. Like, I don't – I have – everything over the last 25 years has just gotten further and further away from college football. It was simpler times back then, right? You know, you didn't have the yeah. transfer portal, NIL corrupting all this stuff, you know – yeah, conference realignment. Holy smokes! And again, so the the, there's changing. that element, and then there's the business side that just fascinates me, and 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 why this is happening, and how much it makes sense in a lot of ways. But like, it's just there. There's like a simpler, purer time of college football that I miss. Sorry, guys, my dog is barking in the background here, but. Yeah, I can hear him. Yeah, it's a it's a she. Gypsy Rose, my baby. So, Derek, why would USC and UCLA want to join the Big Ten? Why wouldn't they? Have you seen how much money the Big Ten makes compared to the Pac-12? It's all about money. Yeah. There, there's no other reason. Like, nobody cares about rivalries anymore. Not, not like we do. Not Or not like, I mean, there's still a lot of college football fans that care about the rivalries. But networks in the in the conferences don't care about rivalries anymore. No, I mean there's a few out there that they still care about, like the game, you know, the Iron Bowl. Those those few games people still care about, but the average rivalry, nobody nobody cares. So it it makes no difference. And and this started way back. I mean, well, you could blame Texas for joining the Big Twelve, I guess, to start it all off with, or you could go back and blame Miami for leaving the Big East. And going to the ACC. I mean, this has been going on for as long as I can back, back as far as I can remember about. So this isn't something new. It's just getting so much more 
intense than what it ever was before. And uh, I mean, is is it worth it for for the USC and UCLA? Absolutely, and it's probably worth it for the Big Ten too because you're getting that that Los Angeles network now, and you're opening up some recruiting grounds for all the Big Ten teams. Uh, is, is it worth it as a fan? No, not really. So, Tyler, is it worth it for USC and UCLA to abandon everything that they've had, all the relationships that they've had in the Pac-12, Pac-10, you know, whatever, uh, over the last hundred years with all of those teams and just to say, F you, we're headed to the Big Ten to a region that, you know, we don't really fit in, but... We're going to go take the money. Sayonara. Well, let me add, so a little bit different, but was it worth it for Nebraska to leave all of our rivals and go to the Big Ten? I mean, I get that the regions are a little bit different, but, I mean, we did the same thing, except we just went by ourselves. Yeah, I mean, Nebraska's a little bit different. I mean, regionally, it it made sense. If it, I mean, we're right there. I mean, we have a border state. With I mean, Iowa, we were, I mean, we were closer to proximity to the Big Twelve teams. If we had sure five or six teams in five hundred miles, we have one now. But but back to your question, does it make sense, Derek? You're right. This is about the money. I think the money speaks here. But there's also an element of where college football is going, and this happened. This the, the I I remember. You could probably go back and listen to the, our podcast last year with Texas Oklahoma. What did that mean for the Big Ten? Like, were we going to be left out? Could Michigan and Ohio State leave the Big Ten? Like, this wasn't just about the money, while that was probably the driving force. This is also USC and UCLA looking at the landscape of college football, fearing that, man, there might be a day they wake up and they're not on the bus. Uh, Particularly UCLA. Like, USC probably had that out where they could have always found a home, but UCLA was like, Shit, these guys are leaving. I gotta hop right on those coattails. Like, we'll, we'll never get another opportunity if we don't go now. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, after the Texas and Oklahoma moved to the SEC, there was that stupid alliance, that make believe alliance between the Pac-12 and Big Ten and ACC, where they stood on TV and shook hands and said, "Hey, we're all we're all an alliance on social justice issues and." Uh, other stuff that was, you know, nothing really football related. Nothing was defined. And then all of a sudden, you know, the Big Ten, they just poach. Well, <laughs> well not really believe- poach because USC and UCLA, they approach the Big Ten. They're like, get us out of this god-awful Pac-12 conference with no revenue. And they don't even take sports seriously. They're academic institutions. Don't care about sports. It's just like... Uh, well, we, we've been talking about we've been talking about this for how many years now about how bad the the Pac-12 is. Like they're not in the conversation of that playoff. I mean, and the funny thing is, the two teams that joined weren't the ones that were normally in the conversation of the playoff anyway. Yeah, and even in the few times that they were mentioned in in the playoff talk. Yeah, I mean, the and, Pac-12... I, and that's I think that's why it blows me away so much that we went after USC and UC or. I guess they went after us, but we accepted we, we, we accepted them and then turned our back on Oregon and Washington. When Oregon's been in the playoff, they've been in the talk a few other times. Washington was in the talk one year, and USC just hasn't been. They've been a mediocre to good team, and UCLA's kind of been bad. Eh. 
well, bad. I, yeah. And, and I think this goes into does this move make sense for the Big Ten, which is where we're going. And, I, and, and Justin, we've gotten in these arguments over the last couple of days. I think that the overvaluation of how good of a program you are today means absolute, well, nearly zero in this equation. Because it, it's not about what you are today. It's, it's about could you be good? And if you are, how big does that make your sport? And what else are you bringing along besides just a football team? So what I mean by that is USC. If USC pops with Lincoln Riley this year, that will be bigger than Washington being good. Like people will be talking about that in the national media. And you know how I know this is because I'm old enough to remember when USC was really good. And living in Nebraska, I saw people like Nebraskans wearing USC gear. Like, it was a national brand when they had Reggie Bush and Matt Liner. So, like, when that school pops, like, it's different than Washington. No one gives a shit about Washington, even if they are a really good team. And then, two, the ancillary benefits of getting the L.A. market. And, and people will say... Go ahead, let, me, let me counter that, though. Okay. So, you talk about getting in the L.A. market, and that's fine. I, I get it. But why couldn't you just say yes to USC? Why? Because that gets you in the L.A. market. You didn't need UCLA. But you, you I would agree. That I think the Oregon-USC marriage would have been better. but Much better. It, it would have been. Wa- a, Washington-USC would have been much better, in my opinion. Probably better. Much probably better. slightly better. And then I could have talked shit to Kurt every every week, too. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, the, I'll give you Oregon. Washington maybe slightly. But UCLA, I mean, but the, but the difference is USC and UCLA approached us. And it was probably very much a package deal. And and then I know this has come up a lot about fans filling the stands and how much people care. I think that is so overrated in this discussion. Because it's not just about like UCLA and USC TV ratings. It's about what? now you have everyone in LA getting the Big Ten Network. And now those regionally covered games, they're not going to be playing in Oregon Washington anymore. They're going to be playing Northwestern Wisconsin. They're going to get so many more eyes on Big Ten games by doing this. True. Uh, I, I still don't like UCLA. I just don't think that... I mean, I know you, you think that you remember back in the day when UCLA was really good, but do you? I mean, UCLA has never been a football powerhouse yeah i've never i mean i don't i don't watch ucla football they they it's uh i don't know it's it's a mid-tier program in a a shitty conference so it 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 doesn't excite me i know that they've beat nebraska shit what the end of the polini era i think they swept us right then they yeah just did we beat them in 2015 i can't remember it was taylor martinez's uh was it his first, his anyway, it was Taylor Martinez, Tommy Armstrong area. It, it, it was because that was the game that Taylor Martinez hurt his foot, kicking the locker supposedly or whatever it was. Oh, that he did. Was that the then game? He ended up missing. Yeah, he ended up missing the rest of the season off of it. But I mean, the I guess what I'm saying is it's it's a team that I mean, frankly, I don't respect. I mean, they don't. They have a lot of history, but that history doesn't mean anything to me. Because I don't remember really when they were good. Uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'm with Derek. USC, yeah, USC, they have a lot of... Uh, th- to, to me, this feels like when we added Rutgers. Rutgers in Maryland, yeah. 
Maryland, I can at least make an argument for. Like, they were at least a Power 5 team. UCLA barely feels like a Power 5 team. I, I, again, I think you guys are being a little harsh. I, I, on I the did football a program, team. look, they have other sports where you they're go good. Other sports, absolutely. You want to talk about basketball? They're a great basketball program. I get but we're not, we're not making these moves because of no. those sports. But this is a, all football it's, driven. It's 98% football driven. Yeah. But the, the other 2%. But, but again, it, it's, it's, not, it's the market. And I think you're right, Derek, that USC would have probably been enough to get the LA market. But this really shores it up. Because now you can't even debate. Are, are you going to play the Oregon? Are you going to play the Egg Bowl? Or are you going to, or not the Egg Bowl, what, the Silver, what the hell is the Oregon State? The Oregon, Civil, Civil War? War? Civil War. Can they call it the Civil, Civil War now? I don't know. With all the woke police, I don't think they yeah, can I say that know. anymore. But, but Civil are you going to play that? Are you going to play that? Are you going to play the Paul Bunyan's Civil Unity. Axe? I mean, like, which which one are you going to play? And I think that's what this gets. Um, I, I do think UCLA would probably have been outside of the SEC and Big Ten. I had them ranked 10th as the 10th best potential get. Who? Uh, UCLA. The 10th best. Outside of SEC and uh, uh, Big Ten current teams. Okay. I would, I, my, if you guys care, my order would yeah, have been. Let's hear it. Okay. Would have been Notre Dame number one, USC number two, uh, uh, Clemson three, Oregon four, Miami five, Florida State six, uh, Oklahoma State seven, uh, Virginia Tech eight, Washington nine, UCLA ten. No Baylor. I don't know if Baylor would be in my top 15, but... would I mean, Baylor should be above UCLA. I would put... I, I would almost put Baylor ahead of USC, honestly. Why? Because it makes more sense, for one, ge- geographically. For two, I would rather get the... Te- I, I personally would rather get the Texas market back in play than... California. But the problem is, Justin, too. Justin, you live in Waco. Yeah. And maybe I would love to hear this. Is wait is Baylor the biggest team in Waco or is it Texas? <laughs> so before Art Bryles, it damn sure was not Baylor. I mean, it took here in Waco, it took until uh geez, I forget the, the coach's name. Uh the women's basketball coach who left for LSU. Oh my god. Anyway, it took until the women's basketball team to win the national championship. And then you started seeing Baylor because nobody supported Baylor athletics back then. I mean, this is in the Floyd Casey era, the state, you know, the stadium down there. Baylor was just, they were bad. Uh, you know, they were coming off that scan. When I moved here, they were coming off that scandal uh, in the early 2000s where the basketball players shot the other kid and the coach covered it up. Anyway, that was a huge shit show. And then, you know, they, they've just ha- had things. But once a women's basketball championship happened, you started seeing Baylor stuff. Then Art Bryles shows up. And, oh, my God, you know, Art Bryles, he, he was a shit bag, you know, shit bag for a coach. But the winning that he caused here in Waco, ba- you have Baylor stuff all over the place. I mean, so, Baylor's so, so you, huge you, so, now. So you would say Baylor in Waco is bigger than Texas. Is there any other from, city? Is there any other city in Texas where that would be the predominant brand? No, I mean, because yeah, obviously and, and Texas A and M and Texas dominate Texas as but, a whole. Obviously, but, but, you, but, you, 
But you have to know, and I know you know this, Tyler. We're not getting Texas or Texas A. I understand that, but like we're the, not getting it. I would still love to see us get back into that the Texas market. I and just, it would take TCU or Baylor to do it. I just don't think Texas that gets Tech, us in the market. Texas Tech is like Colorado light. I I just don't think that. gets And us Baylor in the offers a lot more. They offer uh, women's basketball, baseball, basketball. The two percent that you you pretended like you were interested in with UCLA, Baylor offers more. UCLA has a pretty good baseball program as well. They've got, a, 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 I mean, in the top five legendary basketball programs. Wow. Let's, stop, let's stop talking about baseball because we all know the Big Ten doesn't give two shits about baseball. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's fair. I mean, I just, I, I go down this point of saying, I guess where I was going with that, my, my thing with the, the, the Baylor and TCU argument is I think that you are not, actually going to get that market i still think when that regionally coverage coverage game is going to come on unlike now we're in la you're going to get big 10 games that take that regional coverage i don't think it's going to take the sec spot i so, don't think it's going to take that so to back up here the only reason i mentioned baylor is because you had tcu in your top 10 no i didn't i thought you said you had tcu in your top 10 no at oklahoma state i had uh virginia tech Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I heard TCU. That's why I brought up Baylor, because I'd rather have Baylor over TCU. At UCLA, I mean, no, but no. I would have Baylor over TCU, too, if, for what that's worth. But Okay. Well, I apologize for side uh, derailing that conversation with Baylor talk here. Uh, so, we know that ESPN was behind the move for Texas and Oklahoma. That move to the uh, SEC, and we know that Fox was behind the move for USC and UCLA to the Big Ten. We got TV networks that are, you know, being puppet masters for all these conference moves. Do TV networks have too much power in these conference alignments these these days? Tyler, what do you think? Uh, probably. I mean, I, I don't love that they go and say... Well, you know, Big Ten, if you guys want to bump your payout another $100 million, maybe add these two teams. I I don't love that, but I don't know. I don't know if they're quite the puppet masters that, you, that you're that you making it out to be in. Okay, I think so influencing would this conference. move have happened if Fox had not intervened? Would Kevin Warren left his little trip in uh, Great Britain or the Cayman Islands to make this move? I So, so that's... Probably not, but then you're saying if money wasn't a factor, would this move have happened? And we, I mean, of course not. But I, I, but money is a factor. I, I guess. I guess. So by by product, do I wish money wasn't as big a deal in college sports? Probably so. Um, well, let, let let's be fair. Kevin Warren's been on vacation since COVID got announced. It's still not safe to go back to work there, Derek. <laughs> I mean, that, I don't know. I, how, how much that, that guy screwed up in this conference is beyond me. Uh, but to, to, to your point, do they have too much power? I mean, ultimately, probably. I, I don't know that it bothers me, I guess. Uh, of course it bothers you. You just said you don't like USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten. I, 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 look, I, do, I don't love that move, but... The, the, the conference had control of that. And I don't know that Fox... Did Fox come out and specifically say it had to be UCLA and USC? Or is that the two teams that the Big Ten just settled on? No, from... From... I don't know. There, 
there's a lot of moving parts to this, and you know we probably won't know the full truth for a while yet. But you know, depending on the stories, it was USC and UCLA that started this, and then Fox used their influence to uh, sway the uh, Big Ten. So it wasn't all Fox. I guess like USC and UCLA had a lot to do with this. Yes. Yeah, they 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 initiated, but Fox kind of brokered the deal. Well, I think I think what my understanding well, that, and of it, that's fine, but I, I I don't know. It just the, my understanding is basically what Fox's role was is they gave a quote. They said, "Big Ten, here's what we'll give you without these teams. Here's what we'll give you with these teams." And there and then Kevin Warren read the pieces of paper and he's like, "Well, this makes a hell of a lot more sense. You want to give me all those extra zeros, like." It, that's I think that's my point is I don't know yeah I, I I don't I don't know if Fox was like tapping USC shoulders like hey hey go over to the Big Ten yeah so I, I'd be curious if, the, if if Fox would have been willing to add more money for two other teams I mean I don't, I don't know what teams they would be but I mean if it would yes. have been other two other big name teams I think the answer is yes I think they would have paid for other teams because uh, I think so too. All right, I got a, another question here about USC, UCLA before we move on to other conference alignment uh, questions. But uh, we know what happened to you know Nebraska and their move from the Big Twelve to uh, to the Big Ten. You know, Maryland Ruggers like they kind of had the same thing, but they were like such piss poor programs anyway. Scott Frost, he came from U- UCF. Uh, from the uh, AAC, and then he had to get used to Big Ten play. How big of a curve is it going to be for UCLA and USC uh, to switch their styles of play, or do they need to change their styles of play and their recruiting efforts to go from Pac-12 and in two years to be Big Ten ready? What kind of change do you think that is going to be involved there, Tyler? I mean, I think they're definitely going to have to adjust. Um, you know, we've seen, we saw it with Scott Frost. It, it's just a different brand of football. Um, it, it, as far as what needs to change, I mean, I, they got to get better on the lines. They've got to make more of that a focus. Uh, not that USC hasn't ever had good offensive alignment because they obviously have, but I, I think that they have to be tougher in the trenches. I mean, that's where Big Ten football has been won and lost for the last 20 years. Uh, Derek? Uh, I mean, I agree with Tyler there. Uh, the, the problem is I don't know if it's possible. I mean, Nebraska had two years, and they kind of started early. As soon as they knew they were going Big Ten, they tried to switch their recruiting efforts, and it didn't really pan out right away. Like, it took a little while. And they said, well, still taking a while, I guess. <laughs> It's a five-year rebuild, Derek. The difference with Nebraska, though, and this is where USC and UCLA, I guess, have an advantage. When we were leaving, we had to change our recruiting efforts to not just what type of players we went after. The the big thing was is where we recruited. That had to change. And and USC, UCLA, they're still good athletes in California that they'll be fine to still get. So. They, but the problem is the problem isn't so much that it's can they get them because right now the problem is they can't seem to get them. No, all these California kids want to go somewhere else because they don't want to play for USC and UCLA. Does this help them in that argument? 
I don't know if it does yet. Like maybe I, I, if they can come in and be successful pretty quick, then absolutely it'll help them. But I, I don't know. I mean, Lincoln Riley by himself has already helped the USC factor. Yeah, but he's recruiting just another Oklahoma, and I don't know that Oklahoma would have fared great in the Big Ten either. I mean, I I don't think they would have had the problem that Nebraska's had by any stretch of imagination, but I think they would have struggled to come over to the Big Ten and play a lot of these teams too. So your question was... I I, I don't know if Lincoln Riley is going to be able to switch it from what he was doing at Oklahoma, which is what he planned on doing at USC... To a Big Ten offense, or you know, a Big Ten style, right away. I, I just don't know if I see that. Happening. I don't. Know. I mean, do they play defense in Pac twelve or Big Ten, Big Twelve? Not a ton. I mean, there's not a lot of defense going on there. Stanford, Stanford, I mean, yeah. Like like Stanford, I've always considered Stanford like the Big Ten school in the Pac twelve, right? So I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe Lincoln Riley needs to get a hold of old David Shaw and say. Hey, how do you do this? Utah's similar. Utah, I yeah, think, Utah. They yeah, Utah is very yeah, similar. Utah. That, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I don't think Stanford was very good defensively last year, though. But <laughs> no, but tip, typically speaking, yeah. they are. I mean, I, I know, I know they've kind of been struggling. I, I think the last four or five years they've struggled, but. Yeah, there was a point. Yeah. There was a point where Stanford was looking like the best team in the back. Oh, David Shaw was going to be the next greatest coach, you know, to move on to yeah, somewhere. He kind, and he kind, he kind of fell off there. Yeah, but. he faded out like a fart in church. But uh, uh, the recruiting adjustments. If you're Lincoln Riley and you're uh, Chip Kelly, do you start changing your recruiting habits today? I mean, do you scrap what you've been doing and just, like, start all over in anticipation? I think that – see, I, I don't think it's a start all over. I think it's an adjustment. I think that, again, back to the – why Nebraska had to start over was we lost our Texas footprint. And and we are probably losing a little bit of that leading up to us going to the Big Ten. But, I mean, but we, we had to make the adjustment. USC, UCLA – Besides really putting an effort a little bit more on defense, maybe some of the coaching, maybe some of their philosophies, I don't think it's as radical of a change. It's a change for sure. I, I don't think offensively it's so much of a change as defensively. Yeah. Because defensively is where it's gonna, you're going to struggle because you're going to have to get bigger defensive linemen. You're going to have to get bigger linebackers. Because these linebackers are going to have to hit these 220-pound running backs. And they're not used to doing that. Look at all the look all running backs at Oregon, for instance. These guys are a buck fifty, and run a four forty or a forty and four five, four oh five. You know, you're not going to get that. Braylon Allen's going to run you over if you're a small linebacker. And, yeah. and again, we, we, you know, I mean, Maryland has been not great since they. I mean, Maryland's not a rich tradition, but if you look at before they entered the Big Ten, I mean. You know, shit, 2010, they had a nine-win season. 2008, they were eight wins. They made a bowl the year before. I mean, they they had some top 25-type teams. They haven't adjusted. I, I think you USC, I think, is going to be fine because I think Lincoln Riley's a pretty damn good coach. I think UCLA is going to struggle mightily in the Big Ten. I think, I, I you want to know my recipe? This would be my hot take of the night. I think Lincoln Riley's a bit of an overrated coach. I don't think he's proved much. He he is he took he, look he took the keys to a, a Lamborghini and he drove it. He didn't wreck it, but he didn't make it go any faster. 
He didn't make it do any better. He took over a team that was in the conversation of championships after championships every year with Bob Stoops. And, and, he, and he did the same thing. He was in the talk of championships. He never did it. You think Ryan Day was in the talks? I, I think it's possible, yeah. Wow. But, I mean... Look, I mean, he got handed a team full of five stars and four stars. I mean, you should be able to win with that. Justin, you and I have talked about this. What would Pat Fitzgerald do? Hey, at, you know who couldn't Ohio win State? with the, all those uh, all that talent at Ohio State? Luke Fickle. Even Bo Pelini could beat Luke Fickle. <laughs> hey, I got another question about the recruiting USC and UCLA. Uh, let's say the Big Ten stays at 16 teams. There's no more teams being added. It's only USC and UCLA. And then you have, you know, what, what the current Big Ten is. How Do you think USC and UCLA will have a challenging time recruiting? Uh, because basically you're telling all of your recruits that half of your games, you're going to have to fly halfway across the country or even farther to play all your road games. I mean... That's going to be, that would be a tough sell, right? Oh, absolutely it would. What, I, what I'm also curious to see is I really want to see some schedules come out. Because I'm really curious to see if the Big Ten treats UCLA and USC the way they have Nebraska over the last 10 years. And give them all these tough-ass schedules. Make them play Ohio State six years in a row. No, uh, we might get into that in here in a second, but... Uh... Tyler, what do you think here? Um, y- yes, I, I mean, I, I've heard that noise for a lot of years. I think there's some fire there that it does matter when you have to get kids to travel. What I think is actually going to be interesting is USC and UCLA haven't been able to go into places like Ohio and Michigan and Pennsylvania traditionally and recruit kids. Can they now do that? But they've never really needed to because there's always been enough to. in California. But 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 like the the whatever they lose in California, can they now make up in those schools? Because I'll tell you, like, I mean, if you're in Pennsylvania and now you can play in front of your family a lot, and you're like, man, I can go live in SoCal like 80 degree days, like that's not a bad I life. Mean, that nil money doesn't go as far in California though. But and Tyler, you talk about that. But, I mean, how often are you going to go play Penn State? You're not going to play in front of your family that often. I mean, you might you might be lucky to play one year in that four or five years you're there. I mean, maybe. I, I, I we'll see what the schedule looks like. I mean, the conferences. I I, I don't. I, do you want to get into that now, Justin? Yeah. I mean, should the Big Ten should they continue to expand and add more teams right now? No. No. I, I think so, yes. Because I think you have to start thinking about the logistics of it all and, and get get some West a few more West Coast teams in there to be able to play with your USC's and UC, UCLA's. Otherwise, there's going to be six games that are traveling clear across country. Yeah. Tyler, why do you say no? Well, I think it, it goes back to the whole premise why they're – I just don't think the money's there right now. I, I don't. I don't think that it makes sense. And I, I, I you, you don't think it makes sense to make seventy-five million instead of a hundred million? I mean, we're only making what fifty-six million a year now. It's still a pretty damn big pay raise. But, but I think that just to make the logistics work, I, I think that 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 move happens when, like, 
the next TV contract comes up. I, I think that unless you're bringing... I mean, this has been the report, so this isn't a hot take, but unless you're bringing in Notre Dame, I don't think... Or unless Phil Knight decides to throw a shit ton of money and basically say, you don't actually have to give Oregon anything. I'll pay everything. Just take them, please. Like, unless one of those two things happen, like, I just don't think it matters to expand today. Now, do I think eventually, Derek, I think you're probably right that the Big Ten does expand, but I don't... I think there's a good chance. I'm not sold, though, they're going to do this. Hey, four West Coast teams. I, I I, know everyone likes this pods idea, and I I hate the pods. I've always hated the pods. Well, if you, if you go to 20, you have to go to pods, right? Why? Why? You have two 10-team divisions. So you're just splitting the Big Ten, basically. Yes. You could. So who, that would so be that would play? be Kevin Warren. I mean, he's done a lot of stupid gonna, things as commissioner, but splitting the Big Ten into two different conferences would be the biggest and dumbest mistake. I think you lose so much, nat, you know, so many, you know, rivalries going back, uh, games being played. I mean, it's that is a terrible idea. Well, and what's the scheduling look like? You're not going to play everybody in your division? Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to have 10 people in your division? You're not going to play them all? You, Under Tyler's scenario. Each, if there's 10 teams in each division, you play nine division games. So, what you, so you're never going to play cross-division games? No. Not under you, Tyler. You, you, you go to maybe you go to 11. I, I'm just Not under Tyler Warren. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, everyone that likes this pod concept, then I don't want you to talk about NFL life. Because you know what the pod system is? It's the NFL divisions. Well, so I don't ever want to hear pods, you complain. Then you want us to go to NFL. Then that's what you want is to be NFL. I don't ever want to hear you complain that we don't get to play other teams in the Big Ten uh, very often in a 14-team conference with crossovers. I don't... You don't I, and that's why I, I don't know if it's necessarily pods, but I like the idea of the... You know the three right right now it'd be uh, three five and five, where you play three guy three teams that you're, you're. Well, that makes sense under a fourteen team conference, but we're at sixteen now. I mean, I, again, I understand that, but there, if you get to so so you do four five and five or whatever whatever the math ends up being, where, where everybody has their rivals that they stick with every year, and then you just try and make it so you play. All the rest of the teams for two years, just like the Big Twelve did for years. That might work. Switch that off might work every two years. Yeah. But you know what division? You know what pod we would be stuck in in that scenario, Derek? Well, shoot, you actually you can't make that those numbers work because it'd be uh, sixteen teams. Anyway, I, I don't know how they'd do it, but I, I don't either. And, and, and just, but but, but the, the, here, here's the thing, like. I, I know what you're going to allude to here, Justin, is that we're going to be stuck with USC and UCLA, yeah. and we're going to be with all these West teams. But are they really dumb enough to break up? Like, it took Nebraska 10 years to get a rival out of Iowa. Like, we're finally – like, that, that rivalry is starting to really feel like an actual rival. Depending on who you ask, some people don't gonna, even see it as a rivalry. We haven't been competitive. Iowa? Are you going to pull Iowa with us? Is it going to be Iowa-Nebraska going over to the West Coast? Could be and Minnesota. I don't know. I don't. However, they do it. I don't know. 
I don't know that, I, and that's why. But Nebraska is an obvious choice because you know that Nebraska, USC, well, and Nebraska, first, and UCLA so it, will generate a lot of TV eyes. Well, between that and we're the furthest west team besides USC yeah. and UCLA. That's how I. So, I, I, so, I think that's a guarantee. And I, and I will say I don't want that. I do not want to – not because I don't want to play USC and UCLA. What I don't want is I don't want a bunch of 9 o'clock games at night. Every, every year where we're going over to California and they want to make it a primetime game, and all of a sudden I'm up till 1 o'clock in the morning. I, it's, it's less than I do, but you're talking one time a year. I don't want to do it one time a year. We did it against Fresno State one time, and I didn't like it then, and I don't want to do it ever again. <laughs> But I will tell you the best thing about this USC UCLA thing from a scheduling aspect is that in theory this will break up our disastrous 2024 schedule where we our cross divisional games right now are no, Penn State it won't somehow Nick, somehow the Big Ten's going to go Nebraska you keep the same schedules only we're going to take out Rutgers and add USC but but, but in 2024 I think our our cross divisions are Michigan Penn State and Ohio, and Ohio State. State like. I would hope, and, and and they'll take they'll be like, well, we got to switch it up a little bit, so no we'll take Illinois. Penn State out, and we'll take out Penn State and add USC. Or during the conference realignment, Illinois is in the other side, so we get USC. <laughs> I don't know, that would be crazy. So if we were to expand, Derek, because you you're in favor of expansion a little bit, what teams would you want to see added? Oh man, I, I guess I, I went over this uh, for for several different. Uh, views, uh, there there are teams that make sense. Your Clemson, uh, Notre Dame's obviously number one. No, no matter what, Notre Dame's number one. They have the, the, some of the most viewership. They bring the most to the table. Uh, they have the rivalries in the Big Ten already. Uh, they make the absolute most sense. But like to me, it would be, I would like to see like a, maybe a TCU. Colorado would be my number one pick, just because I. <laughs> For selfish reasons, because I want, I would love to see that rivalry come back. Um, but let's face it, Colorado's not a not a big name. They're not a team that the Big Ten would ever go after. Uh, but I mean, Stanford, I think would be a good pick. Oregon, Washington, I think would have been good picks, but it really appears very evident that they they will not be joining us. Uh, I mean, there's just so many teams out there. I'd like to see Arizona State and get get our get some get some of that Phoenix uh, money. You know, get some of that going. And and, and Arizona State's. The, I mean, they're better than. Do Arizona they support Rockies. their teams in Arizona? I, I, I don't. I don't live in Arizona. We got a cousin that's uh, big into <laughs> Arizona State. We should ask him. <laughs> I mean, th- th- there are several teams I would like to see. Uh, but but I think the the smartest thing for the Big Ten would be to add some West teams. I mean Colorado and and further west, where you're not skipping two or three time zones to go play a football game. And, and so Derek, I, while I'm not in favor of immediate expansion, I do think eventually we will expand. And I 100 percent agree with you. I am not a huge fan of the pods. Um, maybe that it, it just maybe that is how it ends up happening. I kind of at this point where I just kind of want to say, if I'm the Big Ten, we're not going to go win the South. Like, it'd be great to get Clemson, but it'd be great to get, maybe you make a stab at Florida State, Miami, but you're not going to get the South at this point. The SEC has a stranglehold on it. 
Same thing with what I was saying about Baylor TCU. Selfishly, I would love to see bringing in Baylor. I would love to have an excuse to go down to see you, Justin. Like, that'd be fun. I would like Clemson to go down to South Carolina to see her cousins there. Like, Colorado, a lot of selfish reasons. But if I'm the Big Ten, I'm going Notre Dame, Washington, Oregon, and then pick a name out of the hat for the other West Coast team. Pick Stanford. uh, I mean, Stanford makes a lot of sense because Notre Dame. You can kind of sell them on that. ASU, I do like that idea. Uh, maybe they'll appease Nebraska and give us Colorado, but it's, I think you you stay north of the Mason-Dixon line and you go for a little bit more of the West Coast teams. I'm seeing a lot on social media about you know, like going after Missouri. I mean, what would you think about Missouri? You know, I, I mean, it. I guess financially, no for for them, financially for them, financially for them, it would it, be the it, same. It makes it makes zero sense. Because remember, when we joined the Big Ten, Missouri wanted to come with us. And the Big Ten said, no, you're not good enough. We don't want you. <laughs> but, but what you okay, but let me ask you this, Derek. As a Nebraska, the, the, not for the Big Ten, because we agree it makes no sense for the Big Ten. As a Nebraska fan, would you rather have Missouri or would you rather have Washington? As a Nebraska fan, I would probably say Missouri. Yeah. As a fan that I am, I would say Washington. Okay. Because, because, you're because I have a good friend who's a big Washington fan. And we like to talk would you rather have Cal or Missouri? Oh, then Missouri. Yeah. All, all day. Yeah. I, I mean, but again, no one's pulling the Nebraska fan base and saying, who do you want to have in there? Absolutely not. Maybe, maybe Trev Alberts can pull get get one pull in there. Like I said, I would like Colorado. Colorado, I mean, I don't think there's a good Colorado chance. would be my number one off, off off the hook. You give me you you Kevin Warren comes up to me and says, "Who do you want to add?" I'm going, "Let's get Colorado in here." Yeah. Let's play that rivalry every year again. So in all this expansion talk, is Nebraska a winner or a loser in this? Tyler, do you have a thought? That's it's a tough question, I guess. I we just got more money. I mean, I, I think that I think you got to say. I mean, let, again, I literally think there's a podcast you could listen to last year where we talked about this. There was real fear, like if Michigan State and Ohio State left the Big Ten, would we be get left out? Like, and I think we're going to talk about getting left out here in a second. But like, I I just am happy that we're like on the lifeboat. Like, there, there's all these schools that are drowning all around us. Like. I got a seat on the boat. I'm dry. Like I feel pretty good about life right now. So I, I got to say we're a winner because we're in the Big Ten. Yeah, because I'll, I'll agree with that. But before I before I'd be able to really truly answer that question, I would have to see the scheduling. I'd have to see, you know, if it ends up being pods and it's what you think, Justin. We're gonna get stuck in a pod with USC and UCLA. Then we're, then I think we're losers in this situation because I. There's nothing there for Nebraska. Like, there's no rivalry there. We have we have no qualms or any want to to play these teams. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it'll be interesting. I'm curious in how this is all going to shake up because I don't believe that anybody has a clear picture on how all of this is going to end up. What it's all going to look like. We we have you know. There's been a lot of talk going on right now with the Big Twelve. You know, they were. Uh, in meetings with some Pac-12 teams about joining them, they picked six teams like the Arizona schools, Utah, Washington, uh, Oregon, and uh, forget the other one. Did I say Colorado already? 
anyway, there's six teams out of there. Now, you know, you hear uh, stories of like the ACC, they want to do a partnership with the Pac-12 where they have like a media rights deal. They're, you know, in the beginnings of talks. I don't know where this is going to end up. There's going to be schools that are going to be left out because if in all this Pac-12 talk that we're hearing right now, there's a few schools that you're not hearing about. Oregon State, Washington State. Man, they're done. I mean... And you, honestly, it's kind of crazy because I, I didn't realize this until I started looking at some of the average viewership for, for all these schools. And Washington State really gets a lot of following as far as viewership goes. Do they? And that's, yeah, it kind of shocked me. They, I mean, they were over, well over a million per game. You know, I, I don't know what's going to happen if teams going to get kept, left out. And, and I, you obviously think that's going to happen, but it is going to be, it is going to be fascinating. Like, do, do, do you see a conference actually start kicking teams out? Well, it's interesting with the Big 12 because they've already accepted Cincinnati, UCF, Houston, and BYU to be new partners. So, are they going to renege on this little contract and they, you know, if they can get the Pac-12 guys in, instead, are they going to say, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, that little contract that we have, I'm ripping that up. Well, it, it's interesting because, it, like, I would say, like, a school like Cincinnati, like, I would think Cincinnati matters more to the Big 12 than Iowa State. Like, I would think that they're a better get than Iowa State. But I... See, I think I think Iowa State would be a fun get for the Big Ten. Tyler's hate for Iowa does not stop for the Iowa. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, will, I, will, I will tell you this is kind of for a selfish reason too, because I would love to see Iowa to have to have to actually schedule some non-conference games other than Iowa State. Because if they become part of the conference, hey, look, you have to go play somebody other than North Dakota and South Dakota yeah. for the rest of the year. Yeah, I but, mean, but, the, but 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 back to your question, Justin. The 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 interesting thing about this is, okay, let's just hypothetically say the Big Twelve grabs those four teams from, like the 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 Pac twelve. Well, how much does that raise the pot? And if it doesn't raise the pot enough, then you're essentially taking money out of your current base teams to pay for it. So it's like, do you keep Houston? Like, I mean, or I mean, you already got what you got out of Texas. Houston adds no value to the Big Twelve, except they're another team. They're a warm body. Like, why, if 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 those teams you add from the Pac twelve don't increase the pot enough, do you have to start looking at cutting teams? And I think that is going to be an interesting play over the next couple months. Does the Big Twelve make the smart move and get rid of West Virginia? Yeah. Get rid of West Virginia they, and Iowa they State. Never, they never made sense in that conference to begin with. Keep BYU. It doesn't matter. I mean, if, if they get the Pac-12 teams, I mean, they're going to be coast-to-coast, too. You know, with UCF, West Virginia. I mean, yeah, Cincinnati out there, you know, near UCF West Virginia. UCF to Washington. I mean, yeah. picture that flag. Oh, my God. A Thursday night game. <laughs> you better you better be in class on Friday. Probably won't be able to stay up for that game. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it, it's crazy. So, yeah, l- l- we'll see how all of this pans out. I was hoping we'd uh, 
after news broke out the day after we did our podcast last week, I thought we'd hear some more news and maybe some other teams trickling in, but it hasn't well, so happened. Can I ask but, you guys a question? So yeah. I know you guys said it in favor, but if you had a bet, a, a amount of money that you care about, is by the start of Nebraska, before we go to Ireland, is another team in the Big Ten? Or are we done until that point? I would say we're done till then, unless Notre Dame decides to join. But I mean, if they if they can find a way out of this contractual obligation they have to the ACC, and they decide to join the Big Ten, then you may see two or three more teams added. I mean, but the Notre Dame basically like gave up their balls to like have their freedom. They're they're like. Yeah, we're screwed. This is the deal we're in for a decade, but we still get our six games not in ACC, so yippee. Like. Well, they could probably get the Pope to campaign for him to get out of that contract. <laughs> I mean, who's going to say no to the Pope? I mean... Yeah. Kevin Warren. Kevin He's like, who are you? <laughs> Never heard of you. I don't know any Popes. Uh, so... Let's play this little scenario with uh, teams that could be left out. Let's say that it happened to the Big Ten, and they needed to realign in this crazy-ass conference realignment. You know, what are some of the schools, potential schools, that could be left out of this new Big Ten world, theoretically? Tyler, do you have any thoughts? How many teams are we naming here? Name as many teams as you want. Let's say... Uh, shit, I didn't put very much thought into this. Let's say our goal is to get 20 teams, but you can add whatever schools that you want to, and if you have to kick out some Big Ten schools to get to this 20 number, you do what you need to do. Well, I'm going to start by saying I don't think there's a scenario where the Big Ten would kick teams out. I think that the number one scenario that could happen, if a Big Ten is going to lose teams, it is going to be because of one of two reasons. One, because a team decides, man, the amount of money to play in this conference is getting too high. We don't want to deal with it. Or two, like there's some sort of alignment that you have to get down to a certain number of teams, both of which I don't think are really realistic scenarios. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are, are you trying to allude to the fact that a team's going to be like, you're giving me too much money. I don't want to do no, this I'm anymore. trying to say, like, they're looking at the arms race around them, and they're saying, yeah, now we have to start paying athletes. Oh, wait, now we start having to have billion-dollar facilities instead of $100 million. Like, we'll, we'll go down a conference. Kind of like Nebraska UNO did with football. Yeah, I, I get we're getting they a lot of money coming in. They conference. They shit it. <laughs> well, I mean, but, but basically, they, they, you get to a point, you're just like... Anyway, the point is I don't see it happening. I, I, I don't see it happening. But if let's just, I'm playing this game because you want to play it, Justin, I would say Illinois is the very first team that I'd cut. Illinois, Illinois. Uh, I, I don't they're not a they're not a team. They're just they're there. And then I would look at a school like Northwestern. Are you saying this because they kicked our ass the last two years? Are you bitter? I'm not bitter. I'm saying Illinois would be number one, Northwestern would be number two. I, I think if, if if the Big Ten had a cut, I just I think you already got the Chicago market. I think you've got a strangle horde on it. I don't think Northwestern adds anything to that. Illinois, like I don't know what they add. I mean, I, I, I that's I, a bold I, strategy scrapping the two Illinois schools out of this. Kicking them <laughs> out. 
Sorry, Big Kurt, but uh, I, I, Illinois is leaving. Uh, they are not. Uh, they, they are not making the Big Ten. But that, I, I would start there. Those would be the first two schools I would think about cutting. Wow, uh, Derek. Well, I would completely disagree with Northwestern, considering they've actually been competitive. I don't care about that. That doesn't matter. Another team will be competitive. The Big Ten is not shy on good teams. The Big Ten I, I get it. I, I get it. The Big I just, Twelve. I, I just I don't. I, I, again, I'm with Justin. I don't think you get rid of both Illinois teams and, and claim the Chicago market. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you're, you're going to move your headquarters, I guess. Because yeah, why the hell would you be in what, Chicago what, if you what, don't have any teams you, around? I, I will tell you this: Notre Dame is more of a Chicago. They Notre Dame owns Chicago, so if you get Notre Dame, you'll be okay. Okay. I would start off with probably Rutgers, who's never in their history won anything and brought nothing to the table to begin with. And if you really need that New York market, maybe go after Syracuse because they're a hell of a lot better school than Rutgers. Not, I mean, they're not a great team, but they would be better than Rutgers. Uh, I, I would probably go with Maryland. Uh, Mar- Maryland really hasn't brought much to the table either. Uh, they, they, it's not like they've been some big football school that's brought a lot of attention to them. Uh, instead, of, I, Tyler, if, if, to me, if you're going to pull in Notre Dame, I'm getting rid of Purdue. Aren't those? Is, does, doesn't Notre Dame like playing Purdue? Isn't that like a tradition? I don't, I don't care. I don't care about that. <laughs> what, what does Purdue bring to the table? They haven't won anything in years. That's fair. I mean, Purdue is on the list. I, I had six teams on the per, list. Per, per, Purdue is the third lowest viewership out of the Big Ten. The only teams below them are Illinois and Rutgers. Illinois. I, I, and look, I, I'm not. I'm not totally against you with Illinois. Illinois would probably be one of my teams. I would think about scrapping if I had to. I, so, Derek, I'll give you Rutgers because I don't think the New York market. We're, we're. I don't think Rutgers helps us at all there. I don't. I will say I think it probably does help us in the DC market, Maryland. So I, I Rutgers was my third. Them and Northwestern I went back and forth on, um, and it really came down to like just a matter of like okay, I guess I think the market size matters more. But I I, I think Maryland and you got the Under Armour money in Maryland. I mean I think they offer a little bit more. Uh, Purdue's not a bad take. I I, I like Purdue. Cut those assholes. Perdon't. We don't need them. <laughs> really, Indiana was was kind of on my radar too, a little bit. Basketball would be tough like, though. Outside outside of the basketball, they've they've offered nothing for football outside of a year or two here or there where they were pretty good. And and Justin and I always overvaluing Indiana. What happened this year? <laughs> I know, so they'll probably be good this year. Probably, probably. God damn it, Terrell Allen. All right, so the, the only two schools that I would do a control Z on is the Ruggers in Maryland uh, on those additions. Get them out of the Big Ten. I would undo those. Uh, you know, Nebraska has not been good in the last five years. Uh, do you know which teams have won less Power Five games over the last five years than Nebraska? Just Ruggers, actually, but... <laughs> But I would shit can Ruggers and Maryland because they just don't feel like they belong in the Big Ten. 
at this point. I don't know who. Do they have any rivalries in the Big Ten? Not really. I don't. I don't think. I mean, but here's my thing about Nebraska. And I look. I get the last five years have been terrible, garbage. What I mean, it is. There's no denying that. But there's at least a storied program there. There's at least some history there. And there's at least some thought that maybe they could get better again. That, nobody's, that's sitting, nobody's sitting back going, well, you know, give Rutgers a few more years and they might be competing for the East. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like, again, it, it's what you could be. It's the same thing with UCLA. If you, if, if Nebraska goes all of a sudden and wins a conference and they're a 10-11 win team, that is a national story. That is going to captivate an audience. We know how good Nebraska fans are. I mean, the viewership in Nebraska games in 2021, we're like 12th in the country. I mean, we're, we're, we people care about Nebraska still. If we, the nostalgia will come back. All of that thing, if we're good. If Illinois pulls off 9 to 10 wins, they're the fake ID of college football. No one will give a shit about them. Like, it, it will not matter at all. Like, it is... Northwestern's a little bit different because there's so much national media that went to Northwestern. Um, but, yeah, I mean, no one cares about, I mean, Nebraska. I mean, I know we haven't been good lately. We'll be fine. We'll, this is the year. We'll turn it around. Justin, you can actually root for Nebraska again. It'll be great. I miss you. Come back to the light. <laughs> All right. We got a couple mailbag questions I want to hit up here. Uh now that UCLA and USC, now that they're in the Big Ten, what are some potential rivalries you could see in the Big Ten here for these teams? Tyler? I, I actually think that USC uh, kind of can go pretty well with like the Michigans and Ohio States. I, I think that, that that could be kind of an interesting front there. Uh, with UCLA, I think they are a perfect rivalry for Rutgers. <laughs> I think, I think it. I think it is a natural rivalry. L.A. versus New York. But by the way, why not Indiana? Rutgers, Suck at football, but pretty good at basketball. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, Derek, what about you? And I don't know, but I see a lot of Ohio State fans putting out there that at least Michigan will finally be able to play in the Rose Bowl. Oh man, that's tough. I. I thought that was pretty entertaining. Can I ask a real uh, random question? I'm sorry, Derek. I'll let you finish the list. Sure, go ahead. I was going to say, future host of the Big Ten uh, Championship, do you want it to stay in Indy, or would you want it to go out to the Rose Bowl? Indy. I, I would prefer Indy, just because it's more central-based. And I'll tell you, I would love to go out to Pasadena. I mean, I've always wanted to go to the Rose Bowl, and maybe it's not the same, but the the the, the, the Rose Bowl is dead, right? I mean, we, we acknowledge that the Rose Bowl oh, on January yeah. 1st is, like, what the hell are they going to do? That's not going to be Pac-12 Big Ten. Are we still going to allow the Pac-12 team to come in and play yeah. the Big Ten champion? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, I mean, it, it's, it's dead. We own the Rose Bowl. The Big Ten, that is a home field game. I mean, so, no, yeah. the... We we officially bought it out. Eventually, I think eventually get down to the Rose Bowl, but I don't want to be like overly ambitious and be like, "Oh, the new guys, I'm going to use your stadium." <laughs> that just seems it just seems weird that way. It's like, okay, bitches, you're playing in Big Ten. We do it in Indianapolis. You know, maybe in 2035 we can go down to the Rose Bowl. But what I would propose that I would be okay with is why not move it around a little bit. It doesn't have to be in Indianapolis every year. Let it be in the Rose Bowl for a year. Let it be in Indianapolis. 
Hell, maybe you can talk uh, Green Bay into letting you use Lambeau Field. No. <laughs> no. Well, that would be awesome. The problem, though, is have you ever been to Green Bay? Because I have. You know what sucks in Green Bay? <laughs> Hotels. You know what else Good sucks? Good luck, everyone the traveling in Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, the weather's not great either. But the, I mean, you can use Sol- Soldier Field. I don't know. Move it, around, move it around a little bit. I, I would hate to oh, see. I tell you what, if you can't find a hotel in Chicago, yeah, you're, you're good. not looking. It's not hotels. It's not, that's just cold as shit. I so mean, I would hate to see any championship game be affected by any weather. Oh, I think that's what makes it fun. No. Oh yeah, that's what makes it fun. That's what we've been bitching about the SEC teams for years. Is the fact they wouldn't come up north to play in this weather. Yeah, not for championship and now, and, games, and, just like regular season prote- games. Regular now season games is fine. Every bowl game. I mean, this this is an argument as old as Nebraska history. I mean, God, when I was a kid, I remember our parents bitching. God, we always have to play the Florida teams down in Florida. Make them come up here. Like, this is this is. Well, like you know why they were saying essential. that? When we were kids, we were getting our ass kicked by those Florida schools every year. This is a quintessential year. Nebraska Big Ten argument that you, like, you have to root for the teams that come up north in December or January. Like, that is a, the weather needs to play a part into it. Okay, so that part of the agreement is fine. Make southern teams come up north. But for northern schools, if you're going to duke it out for a title on the line, get it in some, don't have... Don't put it in a situation where the weather can screw it up. So the Rose Bowl? So Rose Bowl would be better than Green Bay. All right. What about Minneapolis? In the dome? Yeah, dome. Yeah. Sure. Domes are fine. I like domes. Well, I disagree with you, but I, I, I would be okay with moving it around a little bit. I'm with you. I would, I wouldn't mind. I, I was joking about Lambo because the hotels. I really don't give a shit about the hotels. Put it in Lambo. Let, let, put it soldier. Move it around. I'm for it. Let some of these cities bid for it. You know, let them. Let all these cities try and make some money off the championship game. I'm all right with it. Yeah. All right. Uh, final mailbag question. Uh, this is tough on the fly here, but how would you configure the Big Ten divisions? Derek, you got thoughts? Not a lot of prep on this one. No, and, and that, we kind of covered this already with pods. Uh, I, I don't know how you do it. I, I don't know how. I mean, if you're, if you're just going to take gig, the geography of it, I guess we're going to U, L.A. once a year no matter what. Yeah. Because if you're, if you're going to split it east and west... And I, and I guess you'd probably move the two Illinois teams over to the east. And well, I mean, you have Purdue. Kick Purdue across. Yeah, They're okay. in Indiana. So you get per- Purdue and Illinois or Purdue and Northwestern, whichever. I, I, I don't know. I it's, it's such a tough tough thing to try and figure out. I, and, I, and I don't have a right answer for it. Yeah. Tyler? So I think you got to go back to the legend leaders concept without the stupid names. Oh my god! So everybody can bitch about that. For not the stupid names. Years. You cut. You don't. It's not the names. It was the way it was split. Everybody was pissed about. I, Nobody I, cared about the names. I I just I I think no, well, people, I think people cared did. about the names. People the names were the dumb. Name. <laughs> <laughs> I I just think that the, the concept 
maybe it flies. I just think that if you look at this, like, in general, I think people bitch about the Big Teddies. It's too stacked. It may be the USC tips of scale, but as much as I'm in favor of UCLA as a market, UCLA is not going to be a contender anytime soon. So, like, the thought that, like, you're... I, I don't know if the Big Ten East... I think people are already wanting to break up the Big Ten East. So, I... I don't know what the pod system would look like. I just think that you... I think you got to go Legends Leaders. You break it up. And you have a Christ... Every year you have a rivalry game on the other side of the aisle. That way you can break up the LA schools and... So you're you're going to go do what the SEC does. SEC doesn't do that. Sure they do. Alabama plays Tennessee every single year. They haven't played Georgia in 10 years. So, do you guys remember during COVID, uh, this is one of the good things that came out of COVID, was the genius scheduling thing. Is in the final week of the year where the conference champions, where they paired up, uh, well, the conference champions played, and then each division paired up with its, you know, they ranked yeah. them and they, they played. Top to bottom. Yeah, top to yeah. bottom. I mean, I think... So get rid of one conference game and do that at the end of the season? At the end of the season, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'm I th- for that. That doesn't answer the I, question. It though. would be great. I, I don't know how they would do it. I mean, I it would be great. The idea of it's awesome. I, I absolutely love it. I mean, Indiana I, would hate I don't it because they, they get would screwed out of it last time. But uh, that, that, that scenario wouldn't happen again, though. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I, I, I think that would be... The only reason... They, the only reason they got screwed out of it is because Ohio State didn't play enough games to make the championship game, and they changed the rules so Ohio State could make it. Yeah. It was like, well, I know what well, that, we said, that happen but goddammit, Indiana, year. you can't make the conference, <laughs> you can't make the title game or the playoffs. So, uh, hey, all they had to do was beat Ohio State, and they were yeah. in. I, so you didn't answer the question. What would you do with the divisions, Justin? You know what? I'm, with, I'm almost with you, Tyler. Uh, because right now with the geography, adding UCLA and USC, geography doesn't make too much difference at this point. So I so, think you so would have to scramble the eggs a little bit with uh, the East and West and try to come up with uh, something a little bit more balanced. Because do you do you split USC and UCLA and make them their Cross divisions. I would love to. I would love to, but I, I probably I probably wouldn't. Uh, just for the sake of them, you know, it's just so they can play. Well, you would keep that rivalry. You would keep that rivalry. You would keep because you're gonna have your one cross division rivalry. I, no, well, like, I wouldn't what, have a cross divisional rivalry. Oh, in my scenario, you uh, have to keep them. Then you have to keep them in the same division. Then, well, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, because you have to have the last weekend of the year. Because, like, we didn't talk about the cold weather, how much that's going to impact these teams. And I largely think that the cold weather won't be that big a deal for USC, UCLA. Because Big Ten doesn't play. We don't play a lot of night games already. You're really talking about November. And in my head, I was thinking, well, the last game of the year, they're playing in California anyway because they're going to play each other every year. So it's really like one game of the year. That's probably it's like one game is really going to impact them. The cold weather, but yeah, I, I you I think you have to I think you have to have them play every year. Whatever you do, I think that's got to be. I they were a package deal. They're. Well, I agree with that. I, I do agree with that. But I, I was just going off what you said, Ty. Where you're yeah. going to have your 
protected rivalry. And, and so if you're going to have a protected rivalry, it'd be good to split them up, I think. I know in a division realignment, I guarantee Nebraska and Ohio State would be in the same division. If it, if it stayed at 16 teams, I guarantee that they would do that. Probably. But, We'd be in with Ohio State and Michigan. Probably. But my, my last question. on In Wisconsin. <laughs> in do, Iowa. Do you see any scenario where the Big Ten, we're already at nine conference games. Do you see any scenario where we increase or decrease that? I, I think, it. well, I'll say increase. If we move to 20 teams. As is. At, with 16. Oh, 16? Teams. No, I think it's nine. I think you stay at nine. Uh, I don't know what the benefit would be. There'd be no benefit going to ten teams, right? More ratings. That that would be the benefit. The benefit would be you get more cross divisional games and you I get more games of conference that are better than the shit fucking opponents that we play right now. I mean, we play. We I mean, look at Nebraska. We play North Dakota. Yeah, let, we I mean, let, 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 let me say this. Here's the problem with going to ten. Ten to me is if you do that you're going to lose all the non-conference games because nobody's going to schedule a Nebraska-Oklahoma game. Nobody's going to schedule a Nebraska-Colorado game. You're going to get North Dakota and Georgia Southern every time because why am I going to go out and schedule that much of a, that tough of a game when I've already got 10 other tough games? Well, it also fits better if you just do nine games because you would play every team in your division, that's seven games, and then you could rotate two teams out of the other division – you know, well, and, it, it, and these 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 teams all like you go look at Nebraska's schedule. We got teams scheduled till like twenty thirty one. Yeah, so you can go back out of some of these non conference. They do it all the time. Already got three schedules. Well, remember we tried to back out of Oklahoma. Okay, but, I also but, also so, remember Tennessee backing out of playing the playing. Us the, the reason why I said ten but, games is because if if you if you don't go to a pod system and you do the the divisions like I said in a plus one, then you could have. You have your seven divisional games, you have your one automatic every year, and then you could be on a home and a home, and every six years you play every other team. That that's what it, it the math works if you go to that method, it but it only works if you go to ten teams. That's what that's what got me thinking about it. Okay. And I ideally, yes, I would like to see that. But again, I think the problem is I think all the scheduling for non conference becomes a shit show where you never see good non-conference games. Because you're not going to see, I mean, Ohio State scheduling Oregon or Notre Dame for this year. You're you're not going to play a tough team like that. There's no reason to. Yeah. Uh, All right, guys. Anything else on this division realignment? Well, conference realignment, I should say. It's I, I, I tell you, what, I know a lot of people are getting scared about how things are going, but I, I'm kind of getting excited about how it's going. Okay, maybe it's just the unknown and trying to, just the fun of trying to figure out how everything's going to pan out. But I'm, I'm kind of excited for it, and I would have been a lot more excited if I would not picked up two West Coast teams and stuck more geographically i guess so would you rather go west or would you go south because you know other teams out there you know like i I would have preferred to go south but yeah because some of the teams that you hear is uh virginia north carolina georgia tech those teams 
I mean, but at I that mean, point, you're George, rating the I, ACC. And if you're going to rate the ACC, you just want to go after Florida. Or, I mean, Miami and Florida State or Clemson, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Well, then I mean, you have to kick teams sick. out of the Big Ten. And then <laughs> we get to get rid of Rutgers in Maryland. I mean, I, I don't know. I North Carolina, I don't, I, they might move the radar a little bit. But Georgia Tech moves the radar zero. Zero. Other than getting into that Georgia market, I guess. But yeah, that's essentially the same thing as picking up Maryland. That's what I just hate. I hate that you know the markets are dictating these conferences with these TV contracts because all they care about is all the the subscribers and all that stuff and the that stuff. That's the part that I absolutely hate when it comes down to this realignment. I'm big fan of the regional. So, I, I got one question for you, for you, and I, you guys might be able to answer this better than I do. But so, if you're in a California, do they not get the Big Ten network? Do you get the Pac-12 network? Yeah, but the Pac-12 network's nowhere near as big as what the Big Ten network is. I I, I, I imagine mean, it's an add-on. What? Let me let me ask you: Do you you're in Texas? Do you get the Big Ten network? Yeah, yeah. Do you get the Pac-12 network? No. I don't get the Longhorn I mean, Network, and I live in Texas. <laughs> I mean, but, but what I'm saying is, like, the Big Ten Network is a far bigger network than the Pac-12 Network has ever been or will ever be. So I, so. But, I, but I'm curious to know, if the West Coast, do they get the Big Ten Network already? So I will say I had to change cable providers because they did not offer Big Ten Network. Uh, as a matter of fact, I ended up, uh, I ended up going to, I got rid of DirecTV because they had it. Uh, the cable networks did not have it, only satellite. And I got rid of that. Now I'm on YouTube TV, which obviously car- carries it. But uh, YouTube TV doesn't have Longhorn Network, which I find funny. But Pac-12 Network, I don't know anybody that has Pac-12 Network. I, I don't either. So so I get the, I get the ACC Network, sure. but I don't, I don't well, get that's, the That's ESPN, Network. though. Pac-12 is, they keep it, I think it's like in-house or some shit. It's not sponsored by Fox or ESPN, so they don't. They don't. Have, well, they won't have it. So I'm sending you guys an article. I, I tried to read this earlier today or yesterday about this, and it was a really long article. But Too it was many words. It was a lot of words. Too long to like, read. It, it, but it basically was an article about the potential revenue boost the Big Ten will get from the Big Ten Network for going to LA. There was a lot of numbers out there, but somebody thinks that yes, the answer is like. It was like, oh, it'll it'll increase it by like thirty nine cents of subscription. I don't know what it was. It was a lot of math, a lot of numbers. I saw like a dollar fifty per household. I don't know. I don't remember the exact. So you're telling me my cable bill is going to go up? I, oh I, my god! More people will start cutting cords then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I mean, but I I don't I, I think the Big Ten network is part of it, but I think the bigger piece for the Big Ten is the regional coverage games. When you're on FS1 and you're like playing that primetime game, and you're like, and you're in California, and you're like, it's Minnesota versus Indiana, or you could have had Utah versus Arizona State. I think the LA market will flip, and they'll now carry the Big Ten game. I think that's where the money's actually at for the Big Ten. I don't think FS1's regional. I think it is. I think 100 is it it's 100% regional. Isn't it? 
I don't I think fucking, so. I remember living in North Carolina, and I, I couldn't That's Fox get... Sports. That's not FS1. They name the Fox channel that's playing the games, and they're regional. Yeah. Yeah, that's different. That's different than FS1. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, crazy as, long as, don't go back to pay, as long as I don't go back to pay-per-view games, I'm happy. God, that was a terrible time in college football history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to go to that either because only the shittiest games were on pay-per-view. They didn't even do it right. They should have made the good I games know, on pay-per-view. Had, but, but you had to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, you had to pay for it. It was like, God, Derek, when you were living down here, how much... We didn't have shit for money back then, and we were like paying 30 bucks a week for these terrible matchups. <laughs> and it wasn't easy to do back and, and, then. And it was, it, was, it was always Nebraska against Georgia Southern. Like... You know we're going to beat them by fifty points, yeah. but we got to. I got to see it. Yeah, got to see it. I got to watch this Nebraska versus an FCS opponent. God, that's a terrible time. I, I I don't think it's going to happen. I no. You know, uh, just it's just there's too much access now. It's just too too easy to access everything than it used to be. Yeah. We always got the pay per views down there in Texas because we didn't have a radio to listen to the games and no watch sites. Yeah, no watch sites. So, I mean, you know, now, if, if I guess if it's a pay-per-view game, and you, even if you don't live in Nebraska, hell, you can get on uh, all these radio sites. And Are there paper, the radio. Is there such thing as pay-per-view games anymore? I, I don't I don't know. I think ESPN Plus is the closest for pay-per-view. ESPN Plus shows a lot of Big 12 games. But I don't think there's pay-per-view games per se anymore. I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. All right, guys. It's uh, been a fun episode. Uh, obviously, tomorrow something big is going to come out on this conference realignment stuff, and all of this stuff is going to be null and void, like always. But uh, it's a fun fun chat, guys. Uh, special thanks to our producer, Connor Russell, for putting this audio together for us. Be sure to follow the Husker Cuscast on Twitter, at Husker Cuscast. Like us on Facebook. Look for episodes anywhere you get your podcasts. Hit that subscribe button and don't forget to rate and review. On behalf of Derek and Tyler, we want to thank everybody for listening. As always, go Big Red.